Welcome to Gay's Watch Degrassi, the podcast where my expertise and their not expertise shines a new rainbow on this after school special. I guess we're changing the intro. So today we are listening to season two, episode eight, shout part two. As with the last episode, we're going to put another content warning out there for this one. It's not milder than the last episode, but still going to reference what happened to Paige in the last episode, namely the sexual assault that she experienced. So if that's something that is too hard for you to listen to, please just skip this one, you know. There's many more hilarious episodes of Degrassi to listen to, and if that's your situation, there's no need to listen to this one. There's literally 500 episodes of the show, so just skip it, go to the next one. But that being said, let's roll straight into the synopsis of Shout Part 2. Well, actually, before I do, I'll say, we said it last episode, but it's a Tears for Fear song, uh, 1984, and it's pretty good. I dropped it into our Instagram stories last week, so it's worth a listen. It's very easy. Here's the synopsis. Paige deals with the emotional trauma of her assault while planning a PMS reunion. Ashley brings up her truth. And when she is honest about it, she finds that her friends are there to support her. Meanwhile, and she gets to feel empowered. Sorry, left that bit out. Meanwhile, JT and Liberty fight. So, like, this is another situation where the B-plot is, like, so minor compared to the A-plot. A-plot could have really gotten more time to shine, especially with, like, there's some really good deleted scenes in this episode, so... We'll cover those. But without further ado, (laughs) to get into the actual show that this podcast is about. So the very first scene is Paige's dream sequence. It's very creepy. But this is when most, not most, many of the deleted scenes come in. There's a very intro scene where um, it's her with the other cheerleaders in the hallway Uh, Manny does a cartwheel, you know, and then they show them going into the bathroom. And then when she goes in, Dean's there, and it's a little bit of an extended uh, conversation between her and Dean, where it's like, oh, you want it? And she said, I said no, you raped me. And it's a lot of the dialogue that does happen in the scene, but a little bit added. Also, it shows him having a tattoo, and it's like, how old is Dean? Ew. Like, I'm not 100% sure, like, how old you have to be to get tattooed. Older than he should be for actor-wise. Or just, like, having a tattoo if you're doing that with a 14-year-old. Probably too old. Like, I'm not 100% sure how old you have to be to get tattoos in Canada at this time. It's always one of those weird things. Like, watching shows like that, I'm like, oh, maybe I could have, like, dated a freshman as a senior or something. But I always, like, found it weird. 
I know there's like the half your age plus seven, but like one of my thing was, was like plus or minus two was my thing. Like when we were like- When you were younger. Yeah. We get the intro to the main plot of the episode, which is that Terry has found out there's a battle of the bands and the winners get to travel to LA. One thing I find really interesting about this plot is it introduces the idea that Paige dreams of going to L.A. one day, and in season eight, she actually does in Degrassi Goes Hollywood. So I feel like there's a little bit of the seeds of this episode um, of her dreaming to go to L.A. It starts here with this battle of the bands, you know, winning this contest. Her and Terry are planning to use Terry's pe- poem for poetry class. Oh, and, her jelly backpack. Oh, and fashion crime ticket. Me, a fashion criminal. It's yet again Paige's jelly backpack, which I love so much. And she also has her square purse, which I really love. We get to their poetry class, and Terry reads her poem. I just wish I knew what to do to make my secret wish come true. It's just kind of cheesy. And Spinner says, because my poem smells like poo. <laughs> so it's just illustrating that it's just not good enough lyrics. Another fashion crime you guys want a real fashion crime? In addition to her jelly backpack, she has like her squarish purse that's like the case of the olden times. Ashley reads her poem and it's a lot more touching. She talks about friends you thought you knew, you know, disappearing. It felt so weird and... Terry looks, Paige looks, even Jimmy looks. They all, like, understand the meaning of her lyrics that she felt so cast away and uh, abandoned by her friends, and it really touches them, which leads us to one of the important deleted scenes of the episode. When they're walking out of the classroom, it... They, this is the deleted scene. Ellie's telling Ashley, like, hey, your lyrics are really good. You should submit them to the yearbook. They're so good. And in the meantime, Paige, Hazel, Terry are walking the other direction saying, oh, Terry's lyrics, they're so good. And Hazel's singing really, really badly. And you can see in Paige's face that, like, this isn't working for her. She knows it's not working. And, like, she's already thinking, you know what, we need Ashley. She's already thinking that. Liberty does her project on JT. Why? What's this project on? It's like, do a project on a famous person. Him and Toby kind of talk about how it's it was inappropriate that JT did Hugh Hefner. Okay. And so after that, it leads into her doing her presentation. Is this because she likes them? Yes. Oh, okay. What I want to know is, were these photos, like, from his portfolio, or did they take 
like, I mean, some of them obviously were younger, but like some of the newer ones, like, did they take any of these photos for uh, this purpose or was it just all photos he had already taken? Maybe some are his headshots. That's what I was wondering. It's pretty funny. Oh my God. Him like in... touching his nipples and like. Why front? For the like swim shorts that are like under speedo. Yeah, there we go. And what do you call them? And he's so skinny. Water wings. Emma. So that he says, "You gave her my photo album," and Toby says, "Moi." So obviously he did. Also, like the what a weird photo album he has. All photos of him by himself. But. Emma says, the shot of him in the headgear, I thought I was going to lose it. It's just, it cracks me up. That's how I frequently feel in the Degrassi groups on Facebook. I guess JT's feeling insecure. He overcompensates by making fun of Liberty, and then everyone thinks he's an asshole. They say, loser, freak. Manny has a wild hairstyle going on. She has four ponytails that are all braided or twisted or something. Also, JT's monocolor. Yes, he's back on his monochrome look. You guys want a real fashion crime? He's always wearing all the same color. And now we've gotten to PMS practice. Hazel sounds like shit. It's the, like, prevailing problem. Uh, Terry wore the outfit from, from last year, and Paige makes fun of her because she's an asshole. And she's also just still traumatized. Then they kind of get into an argument, and Terry kind of accidentally says something that she shouldn't. She says, No, it's a word that Paige doesn't know the meaning of. Dun, dun, dun. And it's obviously hitting too close to home with Paige's experience recently with her saying no and someone not listening in a really serious traumatic way <laughs> i'm giving <laughs> hazel a fashion crime ticket fuck it me a fashion criminal she's wearing a purple shirt with a number on it i think it's 88 it's bedazzled with studs and the sleeves are sliced and she's wearing a matching purple headband it's just beyond and I love Hazel singing. I wish I knew just what to do, yeah, to make my secret wish come true. She thinks that she's good. <laughs> and they're, they don't really have another singer since they don't have Ashley anymore. But uh, we're going to reference another deleted scene real quick. I can't believe you deleted me. <laughs> Prior to this scene... There is a deleted scene where Terry goes to Ashley and asks her if they can use her poetry lyrics for their band. Ashley is super, super mean to Terry and says, Terry, get lost. I know that Ashley got, you know, deserted by her friends and stuff and poor her, but I'm sorry, this is like the umpteenth time that she is a complete asshole to Terry and just treats her crappy because she knows that she will take it. And I hate Ashley, part four. <laughs> that rolls us right into the scene that's happening now. 
Ashley has already said no to them using her lyrics, but Paige has realized that their band situation is not working without her and that they need her. So she humbles herself, goes to Ashley's house. She just happens to be playing piano because she's so into music. What lucky happenstance. (laughs) Ashley and her depressed songs. Okay, so I have to bring it up. In one of my Degrassi groups, someone posted, like, a bunch of, like, sewer memes that were crossovers of Twilight and Degrassi. And there was one that was Ashley at the keyboard, and the caption said, There's a possibility. Because <laughs> that super depressing scene with that super depressing song is... In Twilight is totally something that Ashley could have written. Oh man, took me all the way out. But part of what's happening between Ashley and Paige, it's not just about the band right now. Paige is changing. She's experienced something that she can't quite fathom and is affecting her in ways that she hasn't been able to 100% cope with. Ashley's one of her oldest friends, and even though she's asking for Ashley's help with the band, she's actually also asking for Ashley's help just in general. Because she even mentions, like, we need to talk about something real this time in our band, not like last time. Like, what it feels like when you're dumped or abuse. And it's just a little flicker of pages experiencing things that her friends right now just aren't understanding. And she's reaching out to Ashley for help with the band, but also because she knows Ashley understands that stuff. And Ashley actually agrees because she sees Paige being serious and wants to be serious too. I think in the bottom line, they don't really hate each other. They just are always frenemies. Here comes the issue Paige wasn't expecting. She wanted Ashley to come in to make things more serious. She really liked her serious lyrics. She wasn't expecting Ashley to rewrite it. Now Paige is kind of stuck. She doesn't want to think about what's happened to her. Ashley's bringing it up in an extremely direct way. So she shuts it down. But from Ashley's perspective, it just seems like Paige is copping out again. This is the scene in which Ashley mentions the statistics that we mentioned multiple times last episode. One in four women experiences assault by the time they hit college. The B-plot is just very... I don't think it's significant enough to stand up against the A-plot. What do you think? I completely forget it. It's... Liberty and JT's, like, rivalry slash love. It's completely unexplained why JT has, like, a humongous permanent marker in his hand while they're having this conversation. But he does. And Liberty gets so angry at him poking fun at her that she draws a humongous anarchist symbol. (laughs) across like three lockers including JT's 
I mean, better than if she drew a swastika. Well, yeah. And then drawing a hammer and sickle would have taken too long. Peace sign would have made no sense. There's, like, very few symbols you could have done. I guess. Maybe upside-down cross or, like, satanic pentagram thing. You could probably do that real quick. Mm -hmm. Pentagram's easy to draw. Paige is crying, looking at the lyrics, and... Ashley just very clearly doesn't see what's happening. Ashley says, I'm allowed to imagine, and Paige says, no, you're not. Paige basically puts her foot down that they have to use the old lyrics. I hate Ashley. She's super annoying. (laughs) When I see her on screen. I hope that she'll leave. Ah, she teases, I'm edgy, I'm on fire again. LOL, she does. She tells JT, oh, I'm edgy, I'm on fire. Same lines she uses later when she randomly crushes on Sean. Ooh, he's got it on his... JT gets in trouble because he was trying to wipe the thing off. Ended up getting it on his sleeve. Mr. Radich says classic, people saw you. It's like, who saw who and reported it? Like, especially when you didn't do it. Like, what motherfucker said I didn't when I didn't? Right. Radich lied. He's full of shit. He was very much battle axe and, like, just took over whoever, you know. What, did you just say battle axe because Toby's about to say it? Yeah, I did. I was hoping it would go unnoticed. Thanks, though. (laughs) But, yeah, um, Liberty's feeling all self-righteous about it, and she, but then Toby admits that this might be the nail in the coffin for JT since he's already been getting in trouble with his mom. And so he might get transferred to military school or private school. What did he say? Or Earl Grey. <laughs> or what's the one that stabs him? Lakehurst. Lakehurst. <laughs> also, why does he live with his mom now, but his grandma later? It's just like. Or, well, maybe it's. They usually call the grandma, but if it's another incident, then they're, you know, calling the mom, and then he has to live with his mom. I don't know. Maybe she's like a single mom in some weird town. It's possible. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they had another one where it was Edward looking all pissed, and under it it said, You told me to play basketball. (laughs) Oh my god. Hazel brings assigned to practice that says I can't sing and Paige says hon you're not that bad she turns it over and it says polyps or as Terry says polypsis polyps oh for practice it's my hazel voice (laughs) this is the whatever it takes moment of the episode Ashley is doing the solo since Hazel's not well And she wants to do whatever it takes to win this contest, make it the best song that it can be. 
and she just starts singing the other lyrics that she wrote, the ones about rape, that Paige told her not to sing. Paige gets really angry, strokes her guitar, storms out, is crying. She researched it. She, she saw a YouTube video. Ashley says, I know a lot more about rape than you do. And at that moment, Paige slams her locker, starts crying, and slides down the wall. And that is the moment when it clicks for Ashley. It's something's wrong. Paige went through something that she didn't know about. And she becomes apologetic immediately and agrees that they don't have to use the lyrics. Paige also admits that she knows that the song's better with the lyrics, um, but they both agree not to use them and that Paige doesn't have to put herself through that. And it's very sweet. They become friends again. I know that Paige was kind of an ass for getting so mad about being called a hag. Especially when she had just called Ashley a hag moments before Ashley called it to her. But it's still nice to see them become friends again. Especially because it means that Paige is getting the support she needs post her assault. There's a little bit of a continuity error in the B-plot. We're back to JT in his locker. He Mm -hmm. has to clean it off. The A that's there now... It's a different A. Very clearly a different A. It's way smaller. Lines don't look the same. It's just very obviously not the same. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, obviously, they probably did that scene hella times. She probably had to draw hella times, and it's just like... Or maybe she had one take. Whoever the continuity person was, they didn't pay enough attention, you know? Or I guess not even that because they wouldn't have known on the day which take they were going to use. So it would have been hard to do. Liberty admits that she was the one that did it and she has to clean up the mess. She's like, check the injuries. You can see it. Or check my blood if you have to. Pillow plot. There's there's also, there's also a deleted I scene. can't believe you deleted me. Where she says, is there any solvent or, you know, blah, blah, available? And Mr. Radish says, this isn't student cancel, Ms. Van Zandt. You know, you don't just, like, get whatever you want. I don't forget what he says, but he's really mean to her about, like, problem solving. Like, is there a way I can clean this faster? And he's like, no, you're going to clean it slowly. Like, just shows what an a-hole he is, you know? Discourage someone from trying to solve a problem better, you know. We're back to the girls. They're at the Battle of the Bands. They're wearing sort of like matchy black outfits. They look really cute and they're excited. Ellie's in the front row. Ashley announces that they're PMS and the song is called Poor Thing. She puts on their preset. She has wild like metallic nails. That metallic nail polish was so popular at the time. I used to have the metallic nail polish in nail bottles that was cat-shaped. So it was like cat-shaped nail polish bottles. 
had that metallic. Oh no, Dean's there. Which brings us to the it goes there moment. Paige is ready to get her jam on with her girlfriends when she realizes Dean is in the audience watching her. It's all her fears come to real life. It's something that, like, I fear all the time. Like, is the person who abused me going to randomly show up, like, somewhere and I'm going to see them and I'm going to have to remember all that stuff that happened? I understand how she's feeling right now. I actually have no clue how she's not just rushing off stage. But she starts off saying she can't do this. But her and Ashley sort of share a look. And I think that just, I don't know, Paige realizes inside that she can't do it. And that maybe she should just take this moment to say what she can't, like, say what she wants to say to him. Because no one can stop her. I'm not 100% sure how it turned out fine for her to sing the, like, different lyrics. And that just worked perfectly with everything they rehearsed. Like, that didn't cause any problems for, like, you know, the way that they planned to play the song. But I guess it was fine. She decides to play the lyrics that are, you know, very clearly about rape. And even though, like, you know, I guess the girls in her band probably didn't expect it, they just are just, yes, we're doing this. They're excited. Dean storms off. He's the one made to feel uncomfortable and leave which is very not normal for abusers and very refreshing to see. This is one of the biggest Degrassi jam moments. There's many Degrassi bands, and I love them all for different reasons, but PMS, just bad balloting, Dean right to his face. There's nothing like it. Very empowering moment. Liberty's on pickup duty for trash duty. Liberty is on trash duty because of her delinquency. <laughs> JT kind of tells her, hey, you know, it took guts to admit that you did it. And, you know, he kind of basically says, hey, like... We're cool. Yeah, we're cool. Bygones. You know, we're all good. He actually even flirts with her a tiny bit. He says, see you around, rebel. And he kind of... Gets his nose right to hers. Not you know, rebel. Gets up to her face before he walks away. Yeah, if you have uh, tragic subtitles like we do, it says ribble, some kind of mix between ribbit and dribble. I thought it was like <laughs> Riberty or something. Riberty, ribbledy, ribbledy. Uh, I think the, like, Prime ones are a little bit better, but I think the YouTube ones suck, because I see some <laughs> really bad subtitles sometimes out there. The girls are back in school, and they're talking about Ashley saying, you know, LA's not that great, it's just freeways and blah 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 blah. So, they didn't win, unfortunately. But... Paige's LA dreams. They aren't dead. She's gonna get there eventually. Another fashion crime ticket. Me, a fashion criminal. This is a pro fashion crime. 
We had Emma's season one sweater of lesbian flag fame. Well, today, Paige is almost completely wearing a bisexual colors tie-dye shirt. It's not in the right order exactly of the flag, but knowing what happens later, it's just very apropos of our bi queen to be wearing the bi colors. And their headband. Yes, and the matching bi colors headband. Ellie, this is the first moment of Ellie and Paige's frenemy ship. Well, okay. The first moment it goes from straight enemies to frenemies. She puts one arm around Ashley and one arm around Paige and says, you know, you guys were great. I can't believe you only got an honorable mention. And so the one thing about Ellie is she is genuine. She thought the song rocked and she's She's not a... genuine? The creator pony? The genuine differences pony? Did you mean genuine? The word's genuine? She's being genuine (laughs) with Paige. She thought the song was good, and it doesn't matter that she fought with her in the past. She'll admit her that she thought that they were good. So now Paige is going through the guidance counselor, I'm guessing? Yes. After, you know, Hazel encouraged her before, but Ashley was the one that really helped her get the emotional closure and the confidence that she needed to feel ready to go talk to the guidance counselor. And we see her walking in. We don't know yet that it's going to be Mrs. Sove, or Miss Sove, rather, but Miss Sove is the guidance counselor throughout these early seasons. Paige is one of the first people to visit her because of this terrible thing she goes through. But Paige... crush Kendra... Loves wrestlers? I think that uh, that's supposed to be like what he thinks, not reality. But the beginning of Paige's counseling is really good for her, obviously. But also, she encourages others in the future that counseling is good. When you need help, you need to seek it out. And that's a theme that continues through after this. And that is the end of Shout Part 2. Wow. I know that one was hard, but what about that moment when they're rocking out on stage? Just love it so much. Can't beat that. Please join us for next time, Season 2, Episode 9, Mirror in the Bathroom. Toby's having a little bit of an identity crisis. He is proud of himself for his accomplishments as a nerd but he's not getting the love and the attention that he wants so he's gonna try to change who he is and change his image and see if he can get more confidence but he ends up pushing himself too hard and it's no good this is another scary episode but as we all know toby stays our favorite yay we may or may not have gravel in this home so thanks catch us next time mirror in the bathroom